Right, so um, how does this this work then? I mean, <laughs> I mean, obviously we just sit and chat bollocks, but we were talking about something, and they were like about um, <laughs> putting a cock in your mouth or something, and I was like, oh, maybe I should try that one of these episodes. Try um, <laughs> try talking with something in my mouth, but um, <laughs> I don't think that would be very understandable. <laughs> it might be just hold a whole hour. Might be one for the bank, but I don't know that oh. it would be. It'd have to be on Ustream at that point. I'm just <laughs> yeah. I do with putting something into the bank. I'm fucking overdrawn at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> Peaked too early. Story of my life. No. You're like, oh, and I'm done. I'm gonna go take a nap now. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you've got to make sure you run away fucking far enough afterwards. You know, what I mean, just in case you get reported. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking hell, that's my keep fit regime. That's your what? <laughs> keep fit, keep fit regime. Uh, <laughs> running away from rape scenes. <laughs> 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 maybe not include that one. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. We'll see. I'll be the consummate professional. Don't you worry. All right. Nothing but the best. Your screeds and moans. That's it. I should leave that in my cocks of kids. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to episode 7 of the Screams and Moans podcast, the podcast about movies and sex, but not together, because that would be porn. This week, I have with me Ian Davis, a friend and fellow podcast listener. Uh, How are you doing today? I'll tell you what, I'm bloody marvellous. It's Saturday night, I've got a belly full of ale, I've got a glass in my hand, and we've got movies and naughty things to talk about. What could what what more could a man want? I know, right? I'm like, hey, do you want to come on my show and talk about, you know, some movies and some sex? <laughs> I will. All right then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, twist your arm, I know. So yeah, we kind of um met through various podcasts and friends and podcasting, which has been kind of cool. So just for uh, our fellow listeners, what are some of the podcasts that you tend to like to listen to? Oh, well, I, I like the sort of chai stuff, the funny stuff. Big fan of the Doghouse Bastards, of course. Oh, and then, yeah. like, of course, your good self as well. You know, we can't forget about screams and moans. Yes. Come on. <laughs> but, you know, things like Sweet Fudgery Jesus, The Bit of Sound, Strange Times, Uncle Arthur's Bollocks, of course. Oh, good old Nigel Bullfell. Yeah. Uh, good old Nigel, indeed. But I think you get the sort of idea of the level that you're dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are from Yorkshire. <laughs> God's own country. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Well, I'll get to see that when I um when I stop in May. So <laughs> that should be a good time. And, oh, uh... God. 
<laughs> Did you just say, oh, God? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got plans for you. The Wicker Man is already in construction. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Do I need to tell Cassandra? <laughs> <laughs> well, she can come along. There's always... We can always use someone for left tit. <laughs> Speaking of uh, m- movies... <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Um, if you could call it that. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, it was this one was a little bit rough, but it had its points. The movie we're talking about is uh, Abraham Lincoln versus the Zombies, and um, it came out in 2012. It's a, definitely a B movie. That might even be rating it a little high. Um, <laughs> but it, It's going to need a fucking fair bit of improvement to make it to a Z movie, to be honest, let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I don't know why as well. Upon hearing the title, I thought, if that's not an Oscar contender, I don't know what is. Right. You know, but uh, <laughs> go figure. I know. You know, what are they fucking thinking, those snobby <laughs> committees and their voting? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's set during the, the Civil War, of course, and um, got Abraham Lincoln and a troop of quite well-dressed soldiers, actually, who are sent to kind of take on these zombies. But um, I don't know. I guess at least they try to cover a backstory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is, this this film, it was um, it was produced by Asylum Publications, and they're very much a sort of, like I say, Z movie sort of company. They, um, they tend to do straight-to-DVD movies that ride on the back of the success of other ones so in this case they were oh abraham lincoln vampire hunter let's do a zombie movie <laughs> you know i mean oh, okay <laughs> oh god i mean these people they've done things like when um transformers come, came out i believe they did one called something like transmorphers what? Or, or something like that and yeah I mean, so this is the standard that we're dealing with straight away oh which, uh, so kind of like the um the sci-fi network in america i don't know if you, <laughs> if you get that over there of course we do i fucking love it, <laughs> it, it it's shite it's brilliant shark to puss and it, right. <laughs> All those types of uh, types of films. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. So the the movie's set around well, presumably about the eighteen sixties, isn't it? Something like that. But um, around the t- a little bit before the Gettysburg Address. But the film kicks in. It's a little boy in the woods, young Abraham, minding his own business. You know, doing his thing, having a sly wank. You know. Job's Wait, done. I I think I missed that part of the film. Maybe I'll have to go back. Oh no! Again. Oh, maybe maybe that was me. Oh, 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 anyway, right, carry on. <laughs> that was you in, oh, you in the woods. Have, oh, okay, okay. Um. <laughs> Wi-Fi is a wonderful thing. You know what I mean? You can, see, you can watch network, Netflix anywhere these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you've got to entertain yourself somehow. So. <laughs> but yeah, shows him um, co- coming into the house and... Um, yeah, his dad. Dad's pretty much just blown his own head off. Yeah. Uh, but he's got enough. He's got enough breath in his body to basically um, say, "I can't handle this shit, man. It's wank." <laughs> so, oh, I'm paraphrasing a little. Yeah, no, that's that's totally fine. Yeah. It's pretty pretty much it. And um, yeah. then it pans to his to his mom or his mum. <laughs> or oh, what was his mum? <laughs> yes. Yeah. They've obviously had a chain to the bed, hoping there was some sort of cure or something. But uh, she's fully zombied out. 
Yeah, she's absolutely fucked this lass. She's white, really white pale skin, bags under the eyes, wild hair, scary look in her eyes. Her tongue's Quit doing that snake about thing. Me. <laughs> 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 no, her tongue's doing that snake thing as well, wiggling around like a, I don't know, like a fucking anteater's nose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I got a twitch then, but uh, I might rewound that bit. But, right. <laughs> So he looks up at his ma, looks at his dad, picks up a scythe, and chops the fucking head off. Badum, scene two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we we now know that um from from that point forward, Abe was destined to be a zombie killer. <laughs> yeah, man, he he was indoctrinated. That's it. He was in the zombie club, always on the lookout. Oh, and. Uh. And As you would be, I suppose. Like, oh my god, that'd be fucking scary. Um, <laughs> so yeah, then, you know, they jump jump forward to the kind of main time that the uh, movie's set in. Just trying to, yeah, get ready to um, go address people and uh, start, yeah, thinking about the Gettysburg Address and things and how the war is progressing. <laughs> yeah, getting so, his shit together, and then he gets a message. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it don't bode well for our Abe. No, there's a fort that is important to the war, and I should know the name, but I don't. Um. <laughs> well, don't ask me. Fucking, they don't teach us any American history in school over here. <laughs> well, well, they might do, but I was usually fishing instead. So, fuck it. But, um... <laughs> I was gonna say, what do we remember of what we're taught in history class, anyway? Um... All, all I know about American history really is what I've seen on movies. Uh, bear in mind, this is the kind of movies that I watch. I was going to say. So... <laughs> so, so don't ask for any, any I, I can either confirm or deny any historical facts that I may come out with during the recording of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's your disclaimer right out there. Uh, Might as well add mine at this point that, um, yeah, obviously talking movies, there will probably be a few spoilers, though without much of a plot, I don't know that we can spoil much um, about this really. film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, all we know is that there's some sort of yeah problems at the sport, and that um, there's some sick cannibalistic soldiers. Yeah, that's right. There's, there's been basically a massacre at this fort. One of this battalion that is sent over, there was one survivor, and he was sort of delirious, deranged, blah blah blah, and going a little bit apeshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I believe is a technical term for these things. <laughs> and. Uh, so Abraham thinks, well, hey, hey, this sounds a bit familiar. Let's um, tunnel on down there and see what the crack is, see what's going on. Yeah, so the doctors take him down to see this patient and his illness. You know, basically they're like, he's not speaking that much English anymore, though it sounded pretty English to me. Um, <laughs> telling you the horrors he saw of men eating other men. Yeah, then you start to see kind of the change happen with this patient and... Um, yeah, I mean the doctors think it's just some illness, but um, you can tell right, right away. Abe, oh. Abe knows what the fuck is up. <laughs> yeah, there's no, the, the, oh, there's no pulling the wool over Abraham's eyes. I tell you, <laughs> or in his ears, or whatever the in fucking his beard. Thing is. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no pulling his top hat down over his eyes. He can see straight away what's going on. He's <laughs> like, oh dear, reminds me of my mother. <laughs> <laughs> This shit needs sorting out, so he so he goes out to discuss the matter with his advisor, leaving the lunatic soldier in this little bunker that they've got him tied up in. 
Yeah, which uh, they have them all chained, but um, soon enough that doesn't. Uh, yeah, that doesn't hold him anymore once he's a full-out zombie and has yeah. super strength. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. next thing you know, the guards are getting bloody munched on. There's, there's chaos. Abe gets a glint in his eye and says to his boy, is that, is that so sharp or is it just for show or some shit like that? <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like, I polish it every day, sir. It's like, give it here, motherfucker. He polishes his sword Go, oh, every day. Gets, <laughs> Abe, this is where Abe first gets ninja. <laughs> well, well, what I wanted to know is, so then he he fetches that huge blade from um from the carriage, <laughs> and but what I want to know is when he fucking you see you know so they do this dramatic scene where he's throwing this enormous blade like towards <laughs> Abraham, and um, how the hell does he honestly catch it with like no fucking? It's Abraham Lincoln for fuck's sake. You don't even need to ask that question. It's obviously a badass dude, man. It's like, Psh, yes, I've been preparing for this. All this presidential malarkey is being a distraction. You know, just something to keep me occupied. Till he, he has time for his true calling of slaying oh, motherfucking indeed. zombies. <laughs> indeed, eh? Oh, yes. Hey. <laughs> so, in good old fashion, Abraham goes over, beheads this crazy dude. This little jokester, prankster that's been faffing about. And uh, decide, right, this needs sorting. Go to this fort. Sort these bastards out. Yeah, because we don't want this shit spreading. <laughs> oh, well, he's seen it before, of course. So, obviously, like, ooh, not having this. So, rather than sending the massive army, they get a little elite troop, like 12 men together. Like a little bit of secret service, act- service action going in. Well, yeah, because okay. they don't want to cause a, a panic. By yeah, these absolutely. cannibalistic zombies. And uh, Abraham, being the geezer that he is, obviously offers to head up this elite unit that's going in to investigate what's happening at the forts and see how bad the infection is. Well, you know, he's got to get he's he's the glo- got to get the glory, and he's the fucking president. He's got to you know back it up with something. And um, yeah, all of his advisors try to try to stop him because. Um, they're concerned about his safety, but he's like, nah, it's my calling, you know? <laughs> I am Lincoln, so jog on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, throughout the movie, there's definitely um, quite a bit of kind of cliches and um, overly dramatic phrases kind of thrown <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> <laughs> there are some bellas. Oh, I must say, actually, I don't know who the actor was that played Abe Lincoln in this. But I actually thought he genuinely did a good job, you know, in terms of the performance he gave. Obviously, he was dealing with a terrible script and all that, and, you know, they say you can't polish a turd. Right, I was going to say. But at, at the same time, he at least managed to sprinkle a bit of glitter on it. Yeah, you know I mean? He, he did a pretty good job, I thought. So, but, so yeah, he made it a, gl- a glitter turd, then, is what we... Yeah, yeah. You can't polish it, but you can roll it in glitter. And he did his best to do that, so kudos to that man. Yeah, yeah. Out of out of all the <laughs> actors, <laughs> the rest of them were pretty fucking dire. We'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> it was it was pretty fucking bad. So yeah, they they head off on a train and you know stop short so that he can kind of brief all the men on. Um, well, he tries to brief them on what they're gonna come across once they get to the fort, but really they have no idea because you know obviously in those times it's not like 
they had smartphones or things they're not you know updating facebook oh shit we're fucking surrounded <laughs> or something you know oh, there's, shit going on. there's not some instagram photo being like <laughs> 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 hashtag zombie hashtag yeah. war <laughs> if there was it'd just be a picture of someone's dinner with maybe a zombie in the background yeah <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like zombie bob and it's just a picture of fucking brains or <laughs> yeah zombie instagramming <laughs> A little bit of asparagus on top of it. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So, where were we? Yeah. So they head to the fort and find it occupied by the last remaining soldiers, um, Confederate soldiers, who were there guarding it. I think most of them have been lost in the skirmish with the original team that Abraham sent down there. And the rest have been eaten by zombies, of course. So they go in there, bullets start flying, shit hits the fan. Yeah, and then zombies start rolling in. Just how inconvenient. You know, they've got no consideration, these bloody zombies. There they are, trying to have a heroic gun battle, and next thing you know, you've got someone biting on your bum cheek. (laughs) That's right. And, um, but, you know, again, Abe just walks up and, yeah shoots him in the head um <laughs> <laughs> so they have this sort of i was gonna say epic gun battle but it was far from epic let's face it <laughs> it was pretty far from epic there were wounds and yeah. some tense one points what yeah one guy got bit and one of abe's team who doesn't actually realize what's going on so he abraham knowing the score it's like sorry dude Boof, puts a bullet in the guy's head awesome. so across the rest- yeah, the rest, it was pretty hardcore, that. It was, it was cool. Who goes there? And of course, the the other men don't understand because they have no fucking clue. Yeah, man, I'm like, what the fuck? It's just like, I'll explain later. Go and shoot that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, after this this gun battle, you know, they go through the fort and they uh, finally find the remaining Confederate soldiers, including Stonewall motherfucking Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> And that might not be his name, but definitely Stonewall Jackson was a Civil War figure. But, um, yeah, so they're trying to convince them that, you know, we need to work together on this shit. Because there's fucking zombies and, you know, it's some serious business. The, the last thing they want to do is cooperate. Obviously, these are two sides at war. They've got the figurehead of the people they're at war with. It's not just like it's some uh, some Yankees that have turned up. You've got Abraham Lincoln himself stood there going, come on, work with me, guys. 
is not having it. The general's not having it. No, not at all. In fact, um, he doesn't really see the zombies as a problem. They're just, you know, sick individuals yeah. that need help. Yeah, he just thinks they need a bit of Benelin or something like that, just to <laughs> not get rid of the sniffles. <laughs> Give them a little night nurse and they'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, but it, it does sort of soon become apparent that there is something deeper going on here. And... <laughs> deeper. <laughs> that, that's, the, a, that's the next. That's the first part. time everyone said deep in the context of this movie, <laughs> <laughs> or a conversation for that matter. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but, but yes, that's the closest that this film is probably ever going to make to deep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Abraham's asking them, have they got any? weapons knocking around the floor, anything that can help him, because there's a zombie horde outside. And he's like, no, those are good confederate boys. <laughs> Sorry, I sounded a bit like Fog on Leg on then. Maybe I'll try I'll try the yeah. Yorkshire accent on later. How about that? <laughs> that fair news. Fair news. But um, it's like, no, we haven't got anything, and even if we did, I wouldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> But, and it turns out that there's like a, f- a plantation, a farmstead nearby. Kind of like, have walk- of... like The Walking Dead, sorry. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about, actually, as I was watching that. Sorry, it's a bit of an aside. But I was like, oh, fancy that. There's like a plantation nearby. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they think that there's going to be farming influence, all kinds of stuff they can use as weapons, because obviously they've only brought so much ammo with them. Uh, so... We need to fight his way out there, get some tackle, come back, reinforce the fort sort of thing. Yeah, but before that, we get to meet one of Abe's former lovers. Ah, oh, right. So, yeah, they they found, um, well, basically, you know, obviously there's zombies everywhere and they're, they're out kind of searching the grounds and they need somewhere to find for some safety and they find a kind of like a cottage house I don't, I don't know what you call it um a brothel i would have called it to be honest <laughs> well <laughs> yes um, judging and, by the occupants i was gonna say they uh, it does end up being a brothel one of uh abe's old old flames actually is um the woman who evidently ran the brothel from the yeah who would have thought it he's traveled all these miles there's a couple of survivors in this little house and it turns out to be abe's ex-girlfriend yeah. Who has since turned into, turned to prostitution. And her bastard daughter. Yeah, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and they also have a young lad in tow with them. <laughs> By the name of Theo. And uh, after a lot of umi and aring, yeah. they end up joining, joining together and in the bobbin fucking, fucking, wanky, fucking, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that would <Pause>. happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... You know they're they're gonna join the fight. They they originally just wanted to get the fuck out of there, but um, yeah. it became pretty evident that they were gonna need help to do that. Plus, you know, once the love interest is introduced to the movie, you've got to keep her there. So she couldn't just fuck off somewhere. Oh, absolutely. They couldn't just say like to Lou Love. You know, nice seeing you after all these years, but to be honest, stay where you are. No. <laughs> I don't know what you have at this point. I, so, yeah, um... I mean, ain't nobody got time for that. Wear off. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but they make their way back to the fort, 
because obviously they need to have that fortification and safety. Of course, not not everybody makes it back. Of course, there's <laughs> um, they got they end up back minus one or two soldiers and a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I think the hookers make it. <laughs> oh, it was a hooker's daughter or someone who who had a bit of a roughen. Yes. <laughs> she, she had a bit of a shocker that day. <laughs> More than she bargained for on that right. trick. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, they make it back into the fortification, and as you said, they're um, looking for more weapons. Yeah, they hear about that plantation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we're we're back to the Walking Dead. I mean, Abraham <laughs> Lincoln versus zombies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I right. Herschel lives over the road. <laughs> if we if we get through them, he'll have all kinds of good sharp things that we can use to uh, sort these buggers out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing. It's just so ridiculous. But yeah, so they they do finally make it to the plantation again. Of course, they're um they're gonna lose some people along the way because it is a horror movie after all, mm-hmm. and lots of scenes in the woods as well. But um. Yeah, they, they make it to the plantation fine by slowly and quietly walking past these zombies that are basically standing in place doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're basically asleep standing up. Unless they're alerted to a noise, you can sort of creep past them. Right, which to me, that was kind of odd. They were either, the zombies in the movie were either, either badly pawing at walls like you were doing <laughs> a slow motion cat, or... <laughs> Or they were standing there, just not even weaving, not even nothing, just kind of like they've, you know, had a night out and they're just passed out. <laughs> but they do eventually wake up, of course. It's it's going to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, you know it's coming. So they're they're in the barn. They do find all these sharp objects with which to fight. And boy, do they fight. If you find a barn full of sharp objects... You know, this is like the A team. You know what I mean? They get together all the shit that they need, then burst out of the barn <laughs> like things possessed. <laughs> well, <Have> it. <laughs> well, because of fucking rooster crows, <laughs> wakes up all the fucking zombies. So, <laughs> but mind you, Abe was in pure ninja form in this. He's got a scythe at this point. Yes. And just cutting through these people, and this actually gave rise to one of my favorite quotes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Because a lot of these zombies are Confederate soldiers or something to do with the the Southern War effort. And Abraham swings his scythe and goes, Emancipate this! (laughs) 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 Boom! Off with his head. Go on. That's up there with I'll be back. And all that. Well, get in there. Once you started talking about that, I knew that had to be the one because it's fucking classic. Mind you, Ebbs was Abraham Lincoln. Just aside from the movie for a minute, was he particularly a badass in real life? I'm not saying he was a zombie killer, but did he have a reputation for being a bit tough or something like that? I don't know. Um, I think oh, I don't know about like physically tough, like in this movie. No, it's just like I'm sure I read somewhere that again, this is something that I might have dreamt. <laughs> or made up when I was drunk to impress my mate. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure he used to be a wrestler. A wrestler? A wrestler. Yeah, I'm sure he was. I mean... <laughs> no, no offense, this is starting to sound like an episode of Drunken History. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I mean, I'm not suggesting he came out in his top hat wearing nothing else but a cape 
and this pair of glittery underpants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> None of that, but good old-fashioned sort of have at your you know, proper old-school wrestling. I don't know. Maybe I've just made this up. <laughs> well, maybe, the, maybe the listeners can help us out on this one. You know, answers on a postcard, kids. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you, let us you know. You can let us know on the Twitter feed if I was tripping or if Abraham Lincoln actually was a wrestler at some point. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, I know obviously he stood his ground and he definitely went against popular opinion in his uh, political life. So, you know, I could see him being badass. <laughs> I like to think he was. Like, don't fuck with Abe. That should have been yeah. his running campaign or something. Yeah. Although I have now got that image of him <laughs> in a top hat cape and glittery <laughs> under things. Speedos. <laughs> now, that's the film that I would go to see. <laughs> <laughs> Fully zombie shit. <laughs> what would it be called, though? <laughs> Slam <Yeah>. this. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, well, and see, now you've got that image in my head as well, so we're <laughs> Speaking of, and this will go back to the um the actual previous episode of Screams and Moans, we talked about an Urban Dictionary sex term of Abe Lincoln. <laughs> beards are springing to mind and stuff this isn't going to end well no no so you don't you've never heard of the Abe Lincoln before I haven't so um (laughs) I find that hard to believe um (laughs) but yeah the Abe Lincoln for those who didn't listen to the previous episode is when let's say your mate passes out and um so you come on his face, and then you cut his pubes and stick them to his face so he's got a beard. <laughs> With the top hat. <laughs> I have no words. <laughs> wow. No reaction to that. Now that's uh, something. It won't work on my mate shave the pubes, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know how you know that about your mates. <laughs> What, have you not got Snapchat? <laughs> um, I can <laughs> confirm or deny that. <laughs> or well, I... if you do, add my mates and you'll find out for yourself they've got no fucking pubes as well because they're dirty bastards. But... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can neither confirm or deny what uh, I may or may not put on Snapchat. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> So maybe, uh, yeah, we'll get back to the movie. So, um, <laughs> yeah, moving swiftly on. Moving on from uh, the Abe Lincoln. Now, you know, they're all geared up. You know that um, some point, somewhere along the line, there's got to be some epic battles with these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've, they've, they've made it back sort of minus a few people, but they're there, they're ready for the fight. Something's going to go on. And it's at this point where you find out the young lad, Theo, <laughs> his surname happens to be Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking coincidence oh I know it's brilliant again now <laughs> it's not just that but one of the young confederate officers goes by the name of Pat Garrett <laughs> now I'm not again I'm not sure whether my American history is whack so I don't know the timelines but I'm sure there's some conflict there I'm just <laughs> yeah just a little <laughs> I wouldn't have thought Pat Garrett was knocking around at the time of Abraham Lincoln or if he was, he'd be a very young boy. <laughs> but no, he's a fresh-faced young army army officer, full of courage and announces that one day he wants to move out west 
maybe be a cowboy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Genius. Oh, well, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of names. Like, yeah, you also had um, one of the elite soldiers that was with Abraham Lincoln. They're supporting him was John Wilkinson. Yeah, John Wilkinson, who turns out to be a bit of a secret agent guy. He's working for the South. Yes, well, this will be a bit of a spoiler, but um, Abe's woman gets bit by a zombie. And um, so, well, she's kind of passed out. Has this aggressive monologue with her. (laughs) (laughs) And um, you find out that, yeah, he's John Wilkes Booth. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to assassinate Abe Lincoln one day. (laughs) (laughs) It really really is, but there's a lot of... um, I'm sure if, you know, I even paid closer attention or had the patience to go through the movie again. Um, (laughs) I'm sure there'd be a lot more references actually in there, just some... Yes, to different historical figures that may or may not make sense for being <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> but anyway, the the guys decide that they're finally sort of convinced after all the battles that Abraham is right, and we need to kill all these zombies to control the outbreak or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so they they make a plan, and yeah, General Cornwall, Cornwall. <laughs> Cornhole. <laughs> General Cornhole. No, um. <laughs> Sorry. I kind of like that. Maybe I should run with that. So, <laughs> the general decides that, um, yeah, he's going to show him all of these, you know, weapons of mass destruction he has hidden yeah. at the fort. It, t- it turns out that the fort has got a basement full of barrels of gunpowder. Yes. So, had they come up with this, you know, grand plan? To um, because evidently there's also secret tunnels that they could have gotten out this whole time. Mm. Bastards! Fucking face <laughs> <for> that. <laughs> <laughs> but it does make for a, what is it you Americans call it? A good exit strategy. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, thanks for uh, listening. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was Screw Mon's podcast. <laughs> Um, speaking of good exit strategies, we might need some of those in our stories in the second yeah, half. Yeah, I'm going to say we don't keep the exit strategies for the second half of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> most, most definitely, might might be needed in some of those stories. So yeah, we've um we've learned as most zombie flicks, noise attracts these zombies. So um, got some uh, traditional trumpet playing. Well, we say traditional trumpet now. I've I've already said that the actor who plays Abe, I thought it was, considering what he was dealing with, was very good. Now, on the flip side of the coin, this trumpet player <laughs> is not even blowing into the fucking thing. You could, you thought he'd put some effort into it. He's up there on the ramparts. This is his moment of glory. Right. Yeah, da, 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 you know, ringing out this fanfare across the valley so all the zombies come trolling in through the gates of the, of the fort. But... It's just like basically holds it up to his mouth, and there's no sort of movement around his lips or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's almost like they just dubbed. It's that almost in. like they dubbed it on. Yeah. You know I mean, for for all the effort he put into that, they might as well have fucking rolled up a newspaper, stuck it up his ass, and let him fart out a fanfare of fucking "I wish I was in Dixie" or something like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 okay, you know, that'd be just as realistic. Pretty, but anyway, 
<laughs> but anyway, the, uh, the zombies all come in. Of course, Abe's there in the courtyard going, come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. You know, <laughs> he's cutting a few heads, luring them all in. He's there, he's got like loads of zombies like in a ring. Uh, and somehow uh, they, they've determined that they're all in. Zombies in a ring. La, 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 la. Zombies in a ring. La, la. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, I said I wouldn't sing. Right, anyway, uh... They've established that, you know, somehow they know they've gotten all the zombies from this town lured into the fort. And um, they're all magically being drawn to the room with the, um... oh yeah, they put some dead bodies in there to kind of lure <laughs> zombies. Yeah, some, some fresh corpses, you know, in a bit of a buffet. <laughs> a little zombie buffet. <laughs> Otherwise known as um, OCB. I don't, or I don't in Yorkshire with a buffet. Come down to that my house. My mother's having a buffet. <laughs> How to speak Yorkshire in five easy steps. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they've laid out this buffet <laughs> for, <laughs> for uh for the zombies. And um yeah, they're definitely taking the bait, so they're all filing in there. And uh, at just the right time they light the fuse that's going to um Explode all of this, this um, gunpowder! Mm-hmm. Hooray! Lincoln, like say, is there. He's cutting off heads, luring them as close as he can get before lighting the flute, lighting the fuse. Then he does one back up to his mate and the the general, the our trumpet expert, fucking Dizzy Gillespie up there on the fucking ramparts. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Definitely wasn't the Star Spangled Banner going on. Mm. Anyway. Um. <laughs> but then, disaster. In the melee to get to Buffett, <laughs> to get to the buffet, one of the zombies treads on the fuse. Yeah. Oh, no. What are we going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I know. I bet Abe's going to save the day. <laughs> it was going to, but that brave, brave general... Cornhole Jackson? Yeah, General Cornhole. He basically sacrifices himself. I'll charge into that room full of zombies, light up the fuse, you lot leg it, bruh. It's... it's... (laughs) (laughs) Which he dutifully does. Such a dramatic ending. Oh, God, it's... He manages to get through about 200 of the fuckers without him even seeing him. It's like, why was it that difficult to kill in the first place? You know what I mean? He's just like, right, I'll sort out this fuse, just walks through them all, shoving them out of the way and stuff. Not one of them even sniffs at him, let alone bites him. Yeah, yet and, he's and, got this huge torch that he's... Yeah, he's waving a fucking torch about. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody notices, though. <laughs> Till he lights the fuse. Hi. So so now the day has been saved, but uh, the movie's not quite over. <laughs> it's not quite over, no. There's all... In fact, one of the, some of the tensest times are to come, if anything, I would have said. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's there, they're all like there in the aftermath. Nice one, we've killed them all. Yep, he's given but, his Gettysburg address, too. Yeah, he's getting ready to do it, but they've still got his bird there. His yeah. long-lost love, who's obviously infected. You know what I mean? And the saying the goodbyes, it's all very beautiful and stuff and blah, blah, blah. So you Minus sort of... the horrible fucking acting during that. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> but um, 
So they say the goodbyes, and you think that's pretty much going to be it. And then it cuts to, is it two months or two years later, something like that. Some period of time later. <laughs> Some time passes. There's a montage, or there should have been a montage, of close upon a clock, with the, the hands swinging around very, very quickly. But, well, you know, we can improve upon it for next time. <laughs> <laughs> so we move forward in time. The day has been saved. The zombie problem has been eradicated. Everyone's happy. Abraham disappears, goes to um, some little farmhouse, knocks on a door, and there's a rather angry-looking doctor there. Yeah, uh, inside a stable. Yeah. Is it a stable? Yeah. But um, have you, is there any progress yet? Have you found a cure? The daft bastard, rather than killing his prostitute ex-girlfriend person, has decided... Now we'll keep her as a specimen. We'll try and cure it. That way, eventually I'll be able to get my hole. <laughs> so, so, so of course he goes in and tends to her. You know, he's very loving. He's yeah, washing her. That washing was a kind of touching. I got to admit. Yeah. Uh, of all the different scenes in the film. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not taking good good care enough of this lady. So he's there. He thought she stinks a bit. He's washing her tits. You know what I mean? Wiping her ass for her. But she ends up scratching him, digging his nails, digging her nails in. Yeah, Fuck she, she wants a fucking taste of Abe. She's fucking, you know. He was that fucking hardcore and macho. I, was, I wanted a taste of Abe before the end of that movie. <laughs> so you can't blame her. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, she grabs hold of him. She's digging her nails in, scratching him. He's bleeding. So he has to blow her head off. Bad times. Yep. <sighs> when it comes to days, he's having a bit of a shocker. Yep. But of course he realises then that poor old Abe has infected himself. Bloody hell. <laughs> but so, he's the last remaining infected person. But how best to cover it up? How could he... Obviously the president can't just disappear. No. What should we do? I wonder if there's any friends out there who could help. Or oh, wait, energy. what... What about that traitor, John Wilkes Booth? Oh, old good old John Wilk. John Wilk is a booth. I know. Send him a telegram. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, that's probably a good uh, a good place yeah. to to end then, it. <laughs> then the curtain comes down as he's heading off to the theater. Wallop. <laughs> and history is preserved. History yeah. is preserved. No, no one's any the wiser. Jobs are good. <laughs> <laughs> and there went what an hour and a half of our life <laughs> no. we'll never get that back will we fucking hell no <laughs> <laughs> it, it did have its funny moments but um, yeah overall it, it was a bit of a tough watch this one so we're gonna go from bad movies to bad sex is that what we're doing I think that's pretty much it
As we go from uh, bad movies to bad sex, the question that we put out there um, to the listeners is, yeah, basically stories about either sex gone wrong or um, just kind of your your bad sex stories. So um, before we get on to the listener responses, which we actually have quite a few this episode, which is exciting. Um, yeah, how about you, Ian? Do you have... Uh, any kind of <laughs> sex gone wrong stories uh, for us? I think that's the only kind of sex story I actually have, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. How should... This could be a long, long podcast. That's all I'm saying. But, uh... <laughs> With the stories of sex gone wrong. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Right. <laughs> Let me think. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, as once upon a time, as all good stories start, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. me and my young lady decided to go away for a bit of a mucky weekend. Yeah, we went up to um, the Lake District, which for people in the US is a really picturesque, beautiful part of, of the UK. I was going to say, I hear, I hear it's beautiful. It's great. It's nothing but rolling hills and mountains and lakes as the name suggests <laughs> you know, so we decided to go there have a bit of a quiet weekend just you know, chill out, a bit of nucky maybe anyway we were staying in this little village which was um, in the middle of nowhere a couple of miles away from a town called Keswick and between this little village and Keswick there was and is like a, um, a woodland path <laughs> that way you can, you can walk. It's like a couple of, you no, know, a couple of miles. But you walk through the woodland. It's all pretty and it's all very Disney. You know what I mean? It's it's all good. Right. So we we decided to uh, walk into Keswick, maybe bite to eat there. You know what I mean? Get pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and then stab it back. <laughs> so we're walking through this woodland anyway. She decides to get a bit bloody fruity, and there's no one else in, as far as I could see, and all this path a short hop over a fence is a field with really long really really long grass so i thought well even if someone does walk past in all this long grass they won't be able to fucking see us so <laughs> <laughs> right let's just then and i'm like fuck it all all right then so we hopped over the fence and uh basically you know, the old kecks are off fucking knickers down legs in the air let's have it it's one of them jobs fucking <laughs> dived into this dived into this grass so I thought it was going really well, actually, because <laughs> Cause I'm there, I'm, I'm on top, I'm giving it a bit of the old half-half hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was doing my thing. And, and, and she's like going, ah! Oh! And I'm like, fucking, I'm like, yes, I'm the fucking boss. She's like, ah! Ah! <laughs> I'm like, fucking, yes, I am John the Prong. <laughs> looking. She's like, oh, Jesus. I'm like, fucking God. And then she's like, no, get off me, you fucking fat bastard. I'm like, what? And she starts hitting me. I fucking I dived up. And I looked down at, at the old uh, kebab area. Yeah. And, and we was crawling with ants. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're not... <laughs> right? in, in our eagerness, <laughs> we, we didn't really look where we were fucking stretching down. So... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we end up on the top of a fucking anthill and my, I didn't know what to do uh, my, my first instinct was to like go well to piss myself fucking laughing actually I can believe that and then I felt the pain <laughs> <laughs> I looked down these things are crawling up 
fucking all over me as well. I'm absolutely covering them. They're biting me bollocks. Oh my god. Fucking honestly, fucking biting me bell end. And fuck, <laughs> oh, I could feel one fucking working its way up to me fucking rectum as well. It's oh it's god. So I, I'm in a massive panic. I'm, <laughs> I'm going, oh, fuck, fuck. Because <laughs> so this time she's on her feet as well. She's fucking flapping away, trying to get all these things off. So I reached into my backpack. <laughs> where I thought, you know, we might want to stop for a sandwich or something on the way. Right. And I had a bottle of Coke, a bottle of cola. And <laughs> you, you know if you've ever seen the Formula One racing? When they win a race, <laughs> they get the bottle of champagne. They go, yeah. right, I'll get them off you. <laughs> so I spray it all over her. She, <laughs> like a fucking, like a mini water cannon at a riot. <laughs> and I'm fucking pouring shit on myself as well, trying to get rid of these things. And then it occurred to me that maybe a very, very sugary, sticky substance is probably not what you really need when you're in the fucking middle of an ant's nest. You just made yourself <laughs> more attractive to those things. <laughs> so we're running around like fucking maniacs in this film and stuff. And at this point, we're both in screaming because they're biting. Yeah. yeah. And some of them have got internal by this point. And that's oh. just me. Fuck knows what she was like. Yeah. <laughs> So we brushed ourselves off the best we could and um, we had to make our way back to our bed and breakfast that we were staying in. <laughs> Which, and we were about halfway to our journey, so it's like a <laughs> it's like a mile walk. And we didn't manage to get rid of them all, even inside our clothing. We could feel them biting all the way there and we were both really oh, crying. Oh my God. <laughs> and uh, so we both legs it into the fucking B&B, jumped in the, stripped off, jumped in the shower together. Which, to be honest, was on my to-do list for that weekend, but not under these circumstances. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was awful. And we'd say, fucking... Get out my fucking way and give me the shower. Like, fucking... <laughs> Wrestling over who got to spread... Who got to, like, uh, purge their genitals first. <laughs> but it was awful. And my fucking... The only... I wish that Instagram was out in those days because I would have taken a photo of my dong the day after and I swear down where he'd fucking beat that lads because <laughs> fucking size of the bastard thing. <laughs> but um, it was it awful. It to be more than it was. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, it's swollen up that fucking much. Honestly, it, it, it was like an exocet missile, this thing. Oh but, my gosh. But sadly... It was too sore to do anything constructive with it. (laughs) (laughs) But it was awful, though. I mean, we managed to get cleaned up best we could, but I'm sure loads of them had smuggled smuggled themselves in in our clothing because the next morning we were finding them in the bed and everything. Oh, man. And because we were that paranoid, we were just fucking scratching, like, Fucking like we had scabies the entire weekend, even if there weren't any ants involved, because you're just that paranoid, and you know I probably hair sticking up at back at neck feeling. Oh yeah. Oh, it was awful. So um, yeah, wow. that was one of my more successful dirty weekends in the country. <laughs> so uh, so what about you? I expect you've had a couple of belters in your time. Oh, okay. <laughs> what I mean, you... that in the nicest possible way, of course. Oh, right. I was going to say, what would give you that idea? Um... <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I thought we weren't going to talk about Snapchat. No, we're, we're not. We're not. 
<laughs> That's not one of the contact details I give out to get the show. No. Um, <laughs> but, um, well, mine is just more, um, yeah, luckily no no insects were, in, were involved, but... Um... <laughs> well, not until a week or two afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Sorry, right, well, I'll push it up and let you get on with it. Well, no, <laughs> I was going to say you'd have to have hair to... Um... Yeah. Uh, about that. So, shave your ass as well. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, front to back. Classy bird. Front to back. That's right. Are all your tattoos spelt right as well? If if that's the case, we could. This could be love. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I'm gonna shut these chops now. Crack on. Yes. Yeah, so um, yeah. One time um, <laughs> yeah. Me me and the guy that I was with um, well. You know, we were just getting into the act and like, re- you know, really getting into it. And it was, it wasn't anywhere, you know, exotic or anything. It was just in the bedroom. But um, yeah, evidently we got a little bit, um, you know, overly zealous and kind of started, you know, pounding my head into the wall. So like, <laughs> you know, because you'll just kind of, well, as as a woman, um, you'll just kind of be laying there, and um, all of a sudden, you know, you start sliding up the bed, and eventually, you're kind of, you know, banging, banging your head into the wall or whatever. <laughs> but you know, it was it was feeling good, so I was like, yeah, let's let's do it, you know. And um, then then we decide. Um, so my head had already been banging the wall a little bit, and um, I decided to you know climb up on top and have a ride. Only evidently, I also got a little overzealous with that. And basically, like, whacked my head into the wall, like, so hard, I gave myself a fucking concussion. (laughs) Genius. And, and, you know, it hurt. It hurt at the time. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, what the fuck? And, um, because you just kind of, you know, bumping about and all of a sudden, (laughs) slam myself into the wall. But the worst part was is I worked the next day and like I I honestly had a concussion and um you know so really just killer fucking I there was there was no way I was going to work but um <laughs> but I couldn't really tell them how or why I had a concussion so I just had to you know say like oh well I was I was taking a shower this morning and I I slipped in the shower and banged my head and, you know, like... yeah explain that one away in the emergency room it's like it's like one of those old stories of like I was hoovering in the nude <laughs> and I fell on this potato you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was cleaning the hamster cage and <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> so yeah i um yeah i ended up um yeah giving giving myself a bit of um a bit of a concussion <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. i've only given you a good fucking head but that's taking it a bit far yeah yeah de- definitely not the good kind of head <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah. What are um? <laughs> what are some of your other stories? Oh fuck. <laughs> where do you, Where do you start, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, and, and they're pretty much all unmitigated disasters. Oh fuck you know. Right. Okay. Here's another one. Um, involving the same golf, funnily enough. <laughs> our weekends away were. 
pretty much ill-fated from the start. After these fuckers, we just pretty much just stayed in after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, maybe you're just setting the stage so that everyone just knows, like, you're not going to take them out for a weekend because <laughs> this, this is what happens. <laughs> well, that's it. That's why whenever a girl asks me to wash up, I always, like, leave a little bit of crust on some of the plates. So it looks like I've made the effort. But they go, oh, bless him. He's tried. But uh, I'd better do it in future. so we went for another weekend away and this time it wasn't in the late district it was in wales a little town called landudno anyway so we're off on another mucky weekend (laughs) but it's a bit of a journey from from up here near fucking Halifax down down to land Dunno, so thought we'll get coached down. It's gonna be a couple of hours, so I better stock up on booze for the journey. Right? <laughs> and she was like, "Going, don't get fucking pissed. Don't get fucking." I'm, like, I'm not getting pissed. I'm just having a fucking swally. I can't be dealing with bus journeys, you know. What I mean? So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so we got there and. Uh, I got pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I thought maybe that was coming. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So we checked into the room anyway, and this was meant to be quite an important weekend. We'd been going through a few arguments and stuff, so this was meant to revitalize our relationship. (laughs) You know what I mean? So starting off pissed was a good good start. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So the writing was on the wall before I started, to be honest. But it it didn't hurt on the way down. She started fucking snoring. Uh, I was listening to a bit of um, bit of Roy Chubby Brown, a British comedian, on, on <laughs> through my headphones and stuff like one of his tapes. So not only was I pissed, but I was in undergrad with a bad influence. <laughs> I, probably, I probably had uh, <laughs> some suggestions. Uh, I had some suggestions, but we get into the room, we check in, and I'm pretty much collapsed on the bed. I'm doing my best to keep my eyes open here. And she goes, I'm going to the bathroom, I'll be here in a minute. You know, I was like, I'm going to sleep into something more comfortable. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, knock yourself out, last, Nice one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just sat there. Anyway, she fucking comes in. <laughs> and she'd obviously been to um, some sort of lingerie shop. She had this right, she, she's but bought she, something. She, she had right. the works on, you know what I mean? Leather straps, the fucking the works suspenders, all this sort of shit. Normally, I would have been on that like a fucking rattle a drain pipe, <laughs> <laughs> but I was just pissed. Right, I just laid there. I, to be honest, I was concentrated on not being sick. Oh, <laughs> but I still had Chubby Brown in my mind, and she's like stood there, and she's fucking. I said she's wearing these crotchless knickers, and she goes, "What do you reckon of this?" <laughs> And I went, you can fucking keep it away from me. Look what it's done to your knickers. Right? <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God. And, uh, which is a line straight from Chubbs, because I've been listening to it way down. I'm like, you bastard. As if she's coming in, got just knickers. <laughs> and that's fresh in my mind. And she went fucking apeshit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she was proper screaming, and she... <laughs> <laughs> and she chucked a puck at me. <laughs> You're probably fucking lucky that's all she chucked at you. <laughs> that's all that was to hand. Well, it's a good job she couldn't fucking lift the table. 
Mm. <laughs> but, uh, but I was just laughing and going, no, I don't understand. I love you. I was just pissing him out. I can see it from her point of view. She'd probably made the effort, like, but she's calling me all the fat bastards under the sun. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the last words I said to her before I passed out was, so I suppose it shags out the question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. I don't laugh at that, funnily enough. Oh, it's mm. not fucking pleasing some people. <laughs> what the fuck? She should have got that <laughs> kind of humor. <laughs> <laughs> We've been together for about two fucking years by that point. She should have known what to expect. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but to be fair, yeah, she put in some effort. <laughs> She didn't say anything to me for the rest of the weekend, which was a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, with that, maybe um, maybe we should move on to some of the listener responses to... Uh... <laughs> oh, we've got <laughs> listener responses. Get in there. Oh, yeah, we've got... Um, Looking forward we've, to this. We've actually got um, six written, and we actually have two two or three um clips as well to play so quite a quite a bit so um yeah we'll do our best and yeah let's fire in <laughs> the first one is fairly short and sweet kind that's of that's what she kind, said kind of <laughs> yeah this first one is from actually a um a wicked radio network host who uh wished to remain anonymous but um yeah, he said, um, it's not so much that the sex went wrong, but the situation was wrong. I lost my virginity to my best friend's sister in his bed. <laughs> oh, I felt weird about it, but she seemed okay with it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Well, first of all, I think it's a shame you're in, you want to remain anonymous. Because, sir, whoever you are, I would like to personally high-five you. <laughs> so, there we go. <laughs> yeah, well, and the whole, the whole bit is like, well, first off, it's the, my best friend's sister, but then the in his bed, like, that's taking it fucking one step further. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what's your money for? Unless he was in it at the time. <laughs> you know, <he's>, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I'm purely on the listener's side in this in this case, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. The next one is Chris from the Pile of Shame PC podcast. <laughs> I know it well. <laughs> it's a good one. I don't have a Irish accent, so um, yeah, I won't be able to pull that off. But um, she said that as well. <laughs> oh. Sorry, go on. <laughs> this is not going to be just one long that's what she said <laughs> I can't make any promises okay okay so um, he says <laughs> I was dating this girl for about a month and to be honest it was more than drawn out by that time I was abiding by the age old tradition of keeping on dating her until my friend could get into her mate <laughs> <laughs> she was a really pretty girl, but fair to say we weren't a very good match. Anyhow, a long night's drinking was had, and I could tell as the night went by the <laughs> here we go, sorry, when you gotta read ahead. Um, anyhow, a long night's drinking was had, and I could tell as the night went on by the crazy eyes that I was for it. Like I say, she was really pretty. 
looked after herself, but coordination was not her strong suit, neither in the kissing nor the bed sense. She was a bit of a hugger, like Canadian bear hugs. <laughs> hey, I'm almost Canadian. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> to be honest, I know sex is sex and all that, but my heart wasn't in it. I'd had a lot to drink and, well, we got into bed and there was a modicum of foreplay, as in a quick tickle and lick. And then the hugging started. It was so warm, and to be honest, I couldn't breathe. I think the veracity of my efforts started to dwindle, and eventually I passed out, snoring. (laughs) Not my proudest moment, but a moment nonetheless. (laughs) Yeah, the the next two are, um, yeah, from a friend of mine who has some stories as well. Kind of friend of a friend stories, anyway. Oh, yeah, friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. The old if well, you say so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, my yeah, friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she says she has a friend who ordered a C ring. So basically, um, you know, it's like a cock a cock ring, but this one had two rings. One for the shaft and one for the testicles. For uh <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> or... I'm British, I'll have you know. We don't approve of that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, so I should say this friend sells sex toys for a living. Um, For her and her boyfriend to try out. You mean the friend of a friend? (laughs) 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 Sells sex toys for a living. Hey, I hope you never commit a crime, love, because we'll... (laughs) We won't keep ourselves straight. (laughs) (laughs) Be a shit alibi, anyway. Anyway, I got... So when the package came in the mail, it was in the middle of the day, and they were so excited to try it out that they pulled it out of the package and they put it on without any lube. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is when the trouble started, because not only did he not use a lubricant, but he apparently has never heard of manscaping down there. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I'm already laughing. Oh, my God. So, And the C-ring got tangled up in his pubic hair, and he couldn't get it out. He tried to pull it out, but only pulled out lots of pubic hair and it hurt. So they finally had to go and cut it all off. (laughs) That's fucking bad. That's That's pretty rough, to be honest. (laughs) Well, the moral of the story is shave your pubes, guys. It works both ways, you know. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to put in the well, effort... Well, trim them. Don't mean shave them. Not weird or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, the same friend uh, sent in another story. <clears throat> about, I'd uh... like to meet this friend of yours. <laughs> <laughs> or her friend, should I say. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, could, I could say more about her, but that uh, that would give her away. Yeah, so a husband and wife were messing around... And uh, the husband decided to be helpful, and while his wife was laying on his stomach, reached over to the nightstand and grabbed some lube. He proceeded to lube her up from from behind everywhere, including her ass, which he apparently thought he was going to get in that night. About 30 seconds after applying the lubricant, the wife's asshole started to tingle, and she asked, What did you put on me? He says, I don't know, I just grabbed a bottle of lube from the nightstand. She's like, that's arousal cream in the nightstand. The lube is on top, not in the drawer. 
So guess who had a tingly asshole for half an hour? <laughs> And Gus is forbidden from ever grabbing arousal cream. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I don't believe for one second that he didn't know exactly what he was putting on her fucking arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> arousal cream on the arse, he might have thought, tonight's the night. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've, yeah. Been after, I've been after a bit of brown glory for fucking ages. You know what I mean? Now's my chance. Giddy up. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> fair enough. But um, having sold the stuff as well, um, we, they also make a product called Booty Ease that actually numbs that asshole area so that if you want to get in there, it's a little bit easier, you know? So. Yeah. yeah, and then plus if you smear it on once you're asleep, there's no reason to wake anyone up. Oh my god. <laughs> the next two are kind of uh, a, a little bit on the gross side. I'll have to. That's just the way I like it. That, oh, so. All right, number five. Okay, so here's one. I go to meet a girl I knew for some backseat carnal knowledge. She'd been drinking, and I knew she'd be easy to get off. Point proven as I managed to make her come hard with just a couple fingers. She then decided to cuddle up to me. No idea why. Um, hey, side, that when happens. side note, <laughs> women tend to like to cuddle after that. Just, anyway. Um, suddenly I heard a quiet burp. Not if they're unconscious. <laughs> oh. uh, sorry, Karen. <laughs> oh. Right, hypno is a wonderful thing, boys and girls. That's all I'm saying. Anyway. You heard it here first. You did. But you never heard it here from us. Um, <laughs> suddenly I heard a quiet burp and felt the left side of my stomach get warmer. I pushed her away to find out that she had vomited in my car and on my belly. Oh. <laughs> Suffice it to say, I made sure I busted nut after cleaning it up by bending her over the bonnet and giving her the hot cock. <laughs> That's the least you can do. <laughs> well, yeah, still made sure he got his. <laughs> so number six. I am quite partial to smells... And there was this one chick about a year and a half ago that was rather pungent, to put it nicely. <laughs> Fooled around. Oh, toilet. <laughs> Fooled around, fingered her, then reached up to grab her tit with a hand in question, and the smell was quite strong. Ugh. <laughs> so strong that it literally seeped into my bedding. Oh, fuck. What <laughs> 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 well, was... We had sex, of course, because it had been a while. Of course. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Because it had been a while, and I wasn't picky, so I guess I should have been in her face. <laughs> I, I'm guessing this lad's from Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> and she left shortly afterwards. I then took a shower because the scent was all over me, making sure to scrub things quite well. Doubly so. When I got back into my room, I stripped my bedding off and tossed everything in the wash. <laughs> Yeah, elaborate if you want, but if you want to keep it short and sweet, well, there you go. <laughs> oh God, I've, I've got, I've got visions that will haunt me forever now. After this. oh, I'm, it sounds like it must be like prizing open a cheese toasty. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's another argument for um keeping things clean and tidy down there, you know. <laughs> oh, come on, girls. <laughs> yeah, sort it out, girls. Come on. <laughs> and guys, too. None of that. Nobody likes a stinky clout. <laughs> or... <laughs> well, my mate Gaz does, but apart from that. 
<laughs> There's your shout out, Gaz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out to Gaz. Hey, all right. <laughs> See you in May, mate. <laughs> and yeah, with that, I guess we'll play you a few clips from uh, our listeners as well. It's a bit of a long one. I'm trying to bridge it as much as I can. Um, I was with a long-term girlfriend um, for a couple of years, and she was proper messed up in the head. But, you know, if they're messed in the head, they're good in the bed. So um, we were on a train ride home from London, and um, we were getting near the station, as it were. We were about, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes away. So certainly a long time. So we gave each other the nod, and we thought we'd... Uh, nip off to the train toilet so um we went to the end of the carriage traditionally where the toilets are and we noticed there was like an out of order sign on the door so we thought well that's surely for the best because i mean we're not going in there to actually use the toilet it wasn't like some fucking scat party we're having in there so we gingerly opened the door and everything seemed fine there wasn't some like dirty protest you know that wasn't the reason that it was uh out of order the um the mirror was intact the toilet was fine there wasn't anything around it all seemed fine so great so we banded in shut the door and um yeah you know we did the do so anyhow after all that um we we seemed rather happy with ourselves and um, we went to leave so we just grabbed the door handle and it span in our hand it just just span it didn't move and we tried it again, and the door handle was just spinning. It wasn't opening. That was the fucking thing that was out of order. The door was fucked. So, um, yeah, we were kind of trapped in there. Because it was out of order, we'd be in trouble anyway. A, because there was two people in the toilet. B, they knew exactly what we were up to. And C, it had a fucking out of order sign on it anyway. So, um, I tried banging on the door. And, uh, sort of, you know, banging away. But, I mean, because... The train was right near the end of the line. It was empty anyhow. We could have, truth be told, done it in the carriage, basically, because it was empty. But, um, so I was banging on the door for a, about five minutes. Nobody came. And, uh, so, wow, we were trapped. That was it. We were fast approaching our station. There was the emergency cord, you know, the one where they threaten that they can fine you, like, a thousand pounds if you pull this cord for an unjust reason. And it hadn't quite come to that yet. What do we do? So I tried, you know, I've seen it in all these films. I'm going to get my bank card and, um, yeah, I'm going to sort of jimmy it in the door and try and give it a... And then, like it happened in Colombo, the door just slid open. But no, it didn't. It just fucked my bank card. It just cracked it up. And, uh, yeah. So um, the only other thing I could see, the bottom half of the door was like a giant air vent, this metal air vent part of the door. And um, so... In a rather, thankfully, it wasn't like one of these dirty protest uh, out of order toilets because I had to lay on the floor and kick the living bastard shit out of this metal grate until it bent and buckled and bowed and I could grab it and wrench it off the door only to reveal another sort of identical grate on the other side of the door. So again, um, now sort of getting covered in blood a wee bit because of grabbing onto the metal with my hands and bending it until it sort of snapped off um, cut me up quite a bit. Um, so I kicked the other side eventually off this fucking metal grate so it left like a, a human sized cat flap in the door that I could sweaty and clammy and all that sort of poke my head through and climb out and the other side of the door handle worked so poked my head out train conductor stood right fucking there wasn't he yes I won't tell you what happened next that can be the subject for another time 
All right, what's happening? You asked for this story. And I sat here for a minute and I had to contemplate, okay, what is it? How could I actually approach this, right? And the reason why it was so hard for me to think about how to approach it is because, uh, shit, I got to think about when has there ever been a time where uh, sex was bad? Shit. <laughs> I mean, shit. I don't. I don't know where you even thought of the topic because, for me, uh, that doesn't enter the vocabulary. It never happened. You know, no braggart shit. No braggart shit. Nothing like that. But uh, you know, Mister Black doesn't get kicked out of bed for crackers. If you you know, like if you're in the section kinky shit, you need to check out the podcast or you dig. Alright? That shows where it's at. Namaste. No bad sex. Peace. So thanks again for everybody who is willing to uh submit those listener responses to the show. And um yeah, we always appreciate it. I think it uh I don't know about you, I think it helps make the show really. Next episode uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the best songs to have sex to. And uh, maybe we'll even play some clips. <laughs> you can email the show at screamsandmoans at gmail.com. And uh, with that, we're going to start wrapping up. So, um, Ian, where can uh, my listeners find you on the internet if they'd like to connect and uh, get to know a little bit more about you? Okay. Well, it's doubtful that they will want to, but... Uh... Especially after hearing this. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. But, um, no, I don't have any podcasts or anything to promote, but um, by all means, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, my Twitter tag is Ian Royd, so that's at I-A-N-R-O-Y-D. So feel free to wind me on there. I'll add you back and we can talk some bullshit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Speaking of shout-outs, you have anybody you'd like to mention since you're uh, on the show today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, I'll give you a shout out. Thank you for inviting me. But, but like I say, I'm not um, I'm not an established podcaster. I'm just like a, an average Joe. That's why this might be a little bit carnage tonight. But um, oh, it's I, been fun. <laughs> I, I think it'll be good, and it's nice having a listener perspective. I mean, I think most of us podcasters have or still are listeners as well. So yeah. Yeah, also, I'd like to give a shout-out to my friend Gaz, um, another avid podcast listener. He, he, I know he'll be listening to this, if only so he's got some ammunition to rip the piss out of me with. But um, <laughs> he's the bane of my life half the time, but he's also my partner in crime, so big up, Gaz. And uh, just oh, Gaz. Thank, thank you, and uh, hello, and goodbye to all the listeners. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And as usual, you can find the show on Twitter at Screams and Moans. We also have a Facebook page. I'd love to see uh, more people on. And that's just the Facebook address slash Screams and Moans. Of course, we have a website, www.screamsandmoans.com. And um, yeah, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you do have a listen and you enjoy the show, I would love if you could give me a five-star review on iTunes or uh, a thumbs up on Stitcher. I hope everybody has a good night. And uh, yeah, Ian, I uh, thank you for spending the night and having a good time with me. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Cheerio! Cheerio!